This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, flamethrowers. Amira here with a hot take. We are in the middle of Major League Baseball playoffs. I love the postseason. I am ready for Red October. And so I knew no better person to call up than frequent guest of the pod, Shakia Taylor, to talk with us about what she's looking towards in the NLCS and the ALCS kicking off this weekend. Welcome back to the pod. Hi, thanks for having me. So when we look at both the um, American League and the National League, I'd say three out of four, but really all four of them, if you look at it, it weren't. It didn't look super competitive on paper um, in terms of the final series numbers. So you have the Astros winning, uh, beating Cleveland 3-0, taking that series. Mm-hmm. Um, my Red Sox, of course, beat the Yankees 3-1. The Dodgers also 3-1, and then uh, Milwaukee uh, beat Colorado 3-0. So on its face, uh, this the division series round didn't feel like it was super close. Now, I say on its face because as a Red Sox fan, I didn't feel 100% great about any one of those games except for the one, like, 14 run. I could see that. From (laughs) your perspective, but I would say that despite that one game that it was pretty anticlimactic. Mm -hmm. Like um, I don't think anyone, not even me, a Cleveland fan expected Cleveland to beat the Astros. So, um, but the, um, the Cleveland series, people wanted me to make a strong prediction for them. And I couldn't, I just couldn't. Um, Corey Kluber has had some pretty interesting collapses in the postseason in the last couple of years. Um, the hitting in Cleveland was iffy and all of those things played a factor. They weren't hitting well. There was one game that could have very well been a no hitter. They went so long without a hit. Um, and the Astros just, they're clicking. They're clicking on all cylinders right now. They look really strong and scary and good. And I'm terrified. <laughs> um, with the, uh, the Brewers, I switched to the NL, I know. With the Brewers and the Rockies, that also appeared to be a sweep before it even started. The Brewers got hot at the right time. They made the right moves. Christian Yelich coming to them was like, you know, a blessing, if you will. Because <laughs> uh, he single-handedly just put that team on his back. And I don't know if they gave him some good new Glarus or lots of cheese curds and were like, hey, get it going in Milwaukee. But he did it. Um, and as a Chicagoan, you know, it kind of tickles me because everyone here kind of views Milwaukee as like our little brother. Mm. Um, so it's kind of cool that they're doing a little something. Now, do I think this is the year for them? No, I don't. Um, I would absolutely say that 
like I said, outside of that one game, I think we're going to see a Boston LA World Series. <laughs> well, let's talk about that uh, Boston uh, New York series briefly. So the rivalry is renewed um, from April to now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been really fun to this season. Right. Uh, you have we had 108 wins. The Yankees had 100 wins. It was um, certainly competitive all year, even though it was competitive, but not like it was I think it was competitive but, to a point. Like right. up until the midway point, the Red Sox and Yankees were just kind of back and forth in first place. But then in the second half of the season, Boston just, took off. Yeah. yeah. And we had one pivotal series where like if the Yankees had come in and done some damage during that series, they could have. Uh, close that kind of game behind gap to like they could have pulled within one or two mm-hmm. and instead we swept them in New York and ended up pulling away at that point really never look back but I still have to say going into this is the earliest this these teams have met in the pre uh, in the postseason for a very long time so I know I was very nervous because like I don't I'm terrified of Houston I don't necessarily like our chances in the next round but most Boston fans are like, okay, at least we beat the Yankees. I mean, I think most of the world is like, at least you beat the Yankees. (laughs) I mean, honestly, um, as a total sports aside here, there's like a, like there's certain fan bases that everyone can agree on. And while Boston is like up there, they're still not all the way up there. And you have like the Yankees and Duke (laughs) and Dallas, you know, like those are the, and those are teams that everyone's like, how could you like all of those teams? If you come across any one person, who's a fan, many of them, I feel like like they all exist on Twitter. Oh no, I've met them in real uh, life and mostly they're like, happen to be like my Uber driver and they're literally <laughs> like, I um, sometimes it would be like old school. So it'd be like, I'm a Lakers, Cowboys, Yankees fan. And I'd be like, mm, what? And actually that happens a lot where in Massachusetts because the Patriots were bad for so long and the Red Sox were bad for so long mm-hmm. that there's so many people there that like just the teams that were good when they were bad. And so I know exactly what you're talking about, but I was still relishing that series was really exciting to watch because besides that game, you know, Cora was making some really gutsy decisions. Um, in my opinion, having Brock Holt have a standout game, he hit for a cycle, even if the last, you know, even if the home run came off a position player playing, mm-hmm. um, but he still got a cycle and then to go and have him on the bench the next game was gutsy. Um, he and, also basically you know. outmanaged Boone entirely. Like, I saw people calling for Boone to be fired. I don't agree with it, but I saw people calling for him to be fired. And I'm like, okay, while he did mismanage, he is a first year. But then they're like, but look at Cora. And I'm like, mm. different situations, <laughs> you know, different sets of players. I don't know. We're never going to be able to know what a manager is thinking in the moment. Kind of like, you know, when the Orioles didn't put in Zach Britton and you're like, mm. what are you doing? Um, but Cora is definitely shutting me up more because I feel like <laughs> that last game uh, there, I was so mad. I was like, how are you sitting Brock Cole and you're putting in Nunez. And then the players I was complaining about got back to back RBIs. And I was like, oh, okay, drag me. Like, you know what you're doing. I'll shut right. up. 
Sometimes coaching from the couch, it's almost like they hear you and they're like, actually, you're wrong. That's why you don't have this job. And this is why I get paid. Thanks. (laughs) Anyway, so um, so I'm hoping that we have more competitive or more compelling championship series here. So the National League kicks off tonight. This is Friday night. Um, and you have Emma, uh, you have LA taking on Milwaukee. What are your predictions for that series? Uh, I don't think LA runs away with it. I think Milwaukee's gonna put up a fight for sure. I do think ultimately LA wins the series, but it's not gonna be a short one. Um, particularly because LA is tested to me how many years in a row is this that we've seen them in the postseason going pretty far um so it's only a matter of time I think before they break through and maybe you know this is the season they uh, they go again to the world series um what happens from there I don't know but I do think LA beats the Brewers in this one Mm. and then um the ALCS kicks off on Saturday night, uh, Houston and the Red Sox, of course. I've already told you I'm terrified. I know you said you think that Boston might eke through it. I think this is an incredibly competitive I, I kinda series. Do. I kind of do. I, I Okay, I have to say that aside from, you know, my team not being involved at all, um, so that kind of makes me salty. Um, <laughs> um, I do view this series as extremely interesting. Um, mm. I It could go either way. I do think that the result will be Boston winning, um, mostly because I don't like back-to-back winners in any sport unless it's the Bulls. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's I think that one's going to be fiercely competitive, fiercely competitive. You have you have hitters, you know, um, the pitching on the Astros side (laughs) on the Astros (laughs) is uh, a little more uh, stronger, I think. Yeah, let's say more consistent. (laughs) Yeah. But for some reason, I still I just can't. I'm not ready to say that the Astros are going to do it. I really am not. And then I also, keeping it 100% real, I never want to see another game. Like, what was that, game five last year? When you have two teams in double-digit scoring right, in baseball, right. that's a bad game. Right. I, I know that people are like, oh, it's so entertaining. Dingers, dingers. No, it's boring. Stop it. It's not fun. It's not good baseball. I will argue anyone down about it. So that's what I'm, I wouldn't want. So that's why I'm going for the Red Sox. Well, we <laughs> welcome me. you. Hashtag do damage. I'm all in on this squad. I, I, well, let me say I'm all in with the asterisk that I absolutely am terrified of our bullpen. Um, and Kim, like watching Craig, like Kim will have a meltdown. Like it felt like he threw, 511 pitches in the dirt <laughs> when all he had to do was get three strikes and end okay that was actually super entertaining because I have no dog in the fight mm-hmm. and I'm sitting on my couch and I have my bag of Takis and I'm munching I'm watching the game and I'm like oh this is this should be easy right like this should be easy 
And every time he threw a pitch that was off, I'm like, what is happening right now? It like was so stressful. I was like, you know, going into the ninth, we were up like what four one, and so I had the game on, and I was just like, all right, like wrap this up, like mm-hmm. make me happy. It's gonna be great. And I just kept looking up, and I was like, how are the bases loaded? Like, is he about to walk a run? He just walked a run. Did he just hit somebody? Like, what is happening? And all I went from like game. zero to sixty so fast. I was like, what? So that has shook me to my core. I'm not recovered. Um, And, you know, I just, I mean, Chris Sale, I'm just like, can we have him pitch every game? Like, that would make me feel Okay, that made me really happy. Chris Sale coming out of the bullpen. Mm -hmm. I was like, I actually tweeted, Chicago White Sox legend Chris Sale. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because everyone remembers what happened. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I, that series I believe is going to be the most interesting I really and truly do and I'm going to give you the smallest piece of advice that's actually not advice at all that my friend Eric always says a game isn't safe until you're out of slam range Mm -hmm. he always says that and so I think that's the source of your stress so you just have to will your team to at least five runs all the time (laughs) Look, I am so there. And I'm like, you know, so kind of what you were saying about how like high scoring games, especially in baseball, you're like, that's not good baseball. And I'm like, usually that person, unless the Red Sox are involved. And then then you want to beat them down. Yeah. I'm like, hello, 17 runs. Yes. This is the best game I've ever seen. So that's what makes me feel like actually calm and collected. But I unclench your jaw if your team is decisively winning. So the big drama on our end for the ALCS is that the Patriots play a night game on on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be a lot of double, you know, screen action. This is my favorite time of year because we're in postseason baseball. We're, you know, getting into the thick of football season. Uh, hockey has started and um, the Celtics are warming up on deck. So this is a great time of year. I love this. Um, I love baseball. I'm hoping that the championship series on both sides are more competitive than uh, the last round of the postseason is before I let you go, is there any other random thing that you're looking out for? You want to highlight, you want to shout out going into the next round uh, of this? I I don't have anything I want to highlight. I do have a fun fact I like to share based on your comment about the Patriots also playing on Sunday night. Yeah. So I saw this on ESPN. So on yesterday, um, in 1992, so October 11th, 1992, Deion Sanders played for the Falcons in a 1 p.m. game against the Dolphins in Miami. After the game, he took a flight to Pittsburgh and arrived via helicopter for game five of the NLCS Braves against the Pirates. So he didn't actually play in the ball game, but he was the first player to suit up for an NFL and MLB game on the same day. That's remarkable. That is absolutely remarkable. Can you imagine somebody if somebody currently playing could do that, either sport, football or baseball, who do you think would be able to pull off that feat? Do you know uh, Jameis Winston was a baseball player? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he was a baseball player. And so was Russell Wilson, right? So, yeah, and Tom Brady got a scholarship offer to play baseball too. So I find that little 
a little interesting, like the directions that they went, you know, um, or what's the kid in Oklahoma, the quarterback who actually got drafted to play baseball. Oh, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. So it could, I think it should be a thing again, bring back prime, but like prime junior or prime 2.0. Yes. That would be remarkable. I can, I can, uh, and now because I feel like with social media, like we could track the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wouldn't even like, oh, that would be remarkable. Now we, we need to get a two-way athlete to commit to doing this uh, just for our sheer entertainment. Well, thank you so much, Shakia, once again, for blessing the podcast with your knowledge. Um, we will definitely probably be back in touch to do another hot take as we get gear up for the World Series. But for now, uh, thank you again from Burn It All Down. And that's it for now, flamethrowers. <laughs>